Hello and welcome to the Writing Your Best Self podcast with me, Georgina Elmashady. Journaling is an incredible self-improvement practice that will help you cultivate the introspection and self-awareness you need to become your best self. Each week, we explore tried and tested techniques along with journaling prompts to help you dig deeper into yourself so you can leverage the wisdom within to achieve your biggest goals and create your best life. Let's get writing. How well do you know yourself? What a question. What a journey, what an exploration. And I wanna bring this question into our conversation in this week's episode of Writing Your Best Self because I believe that journaling is a tool that we can use to empower us to know who we are inside a world that's constantly changing. Now, I don't think I need to convince you of the power of knowing who you are. There are so many benefits to be had from embarking on that inner journey to get to know yourself at deeper and deeper levels. Because when we know ourselves, we can advocate for ourselves. We can protect ourselves. We can take care of ourselves. When we know who we are, we're going to have a better idea of what's right for us as individuals. And as a result, knowing who we are, knowing our values, knowing our desires, knowing our purpose, knowing the things we care about, then we're better able to make good decisions. But as we know, that journey to self-awareness, it's, it's far from smooth. And it is a journey. And it's a journey because we're constantly being pulled in multiple directions because of the influences that shape us. The reality is we respond and react to what we see, hear, feel and experience in the world around us. We're meeting the changing world, the external world, with the lens of our our own reality. And that lens is shaped by our experiences, our perspectives, our values, our beliefs, our culture, our privileges. And so when you take you as a being and you juxtapose that against the external world, that's always changing. I think it's fair to say that our identity is in a constant state of flux. And so we want to meet that journey, knowing that things are going to shift so that we can stay grounded and rooted in the journey of knowing ourselves. After all, global events and conversations, social media trends, influencers, celebrity culture, the news, the media, entertainment, advertising, friends, family, etc. All of these factors that we knock up against every single day are going to spark change. And as a result, we're going to change because we aren't fixed beings. We can't be because we live in a world that's changing and evolving. Our bodies are growing older every day. And so when we acknowledge that we're constantly being presented with opportunities to learn and shift, we can react to that in a proactive way. Just keep top of mind that We're in the process always, consciously and subconsciously, of deciding who we are. Personal, community and global events and experiences cause us to challenge, to consolidate, to question, to doubt, to reframe, to revisit, to argue, to choose who we are and what we care about. 
And we don't always have any control over the things that are changing. Like some change is obvious, rapid and undeniable. Like we can all recall events that changed the world and therefore our worlds forever. Other change is slow, subtle and nuance. <laughs> I was watching one of my favourite childhood movies with my children recently. I haven't watched it for decades. And there are points of the film where I cringed because the ideology and the conversation was so outdated. I was like, whoa, we wouldn't say that now. We wouldn't do that now. Thank goodness in many cases. And so this notion of evolution, this notion of change, I think is part of the process of our growth, our personal growth and our collective growth as we come to know and understand more about who we are and about the world. However, the process of change can be challenging because there are times when we face situations where we have no choice but to question things we once thought were true. Like, it can be unsettling to find yourself in a place where your sense of knowing or truth shifts because suddenly the ground you walk on doesn't feel so secure. And as a result, you can lose your sense of direction or certainty. Choices that you used to find easy can become challenging because you now feel stuck, unsure or unclear. You can experience mental fogginess as a result or indecision and then that can lead to inaction and frustration. And while it's true that a period of pause and reflection is super powerful, we need to give ourselves space for readjustment. Some shifts just aren't meant to be rushed. No one wants to be in that standstill forever and this is where journaling can be so useful. I found that when you're in a period of change, journaling can create really potent space that can help you to start rebuilding clarity. Now to be clear, I'm not saying that journaling is the full solution. That would not be true. And sometimes we need extra support from friends or appropriate professionals. But as a tool that's self-led, as a tool that you're in charge of, as an accessible tool, it's a powerful way to navigate change, realignment and up levels when we're trying to understand and know who we are. So if you are finding yourself in a period of adjusting to change, let me explain and share two ways I love to love, that I love to use journaling as part of this process. So the first one is stream of consciousness journaling, where you can rant and release and express. This type of journaling is super simple. All you do is you, you brain dump. You just express what's in your heart and your head in the rawest, realest way. And this tool is powerful because it enables you to put words to how you feel. It enables you to, to acknowledge and articulate and express what's true for you. For example, you can say that you're confused, you feel sad, you feel frustrated. And acknowledging that you don't know or that things feel confusing, just saying things as they are, saying it as it is, getting things off your chest. That can be a really cathartic experience, a release. And like, you don't need to be coherent in a stream of consciousness journaling. And I say this over and over again on this podcast, your journal can, me can meander anywhere and everywhere you want to go. You can talk about one thing and then a new topic might rise up and you might jump into that topic. There doesn't need to be structure. There doesn't need to be a coherent flow. 
the power of stream of consciousness journaling is in the release and the expression. Knowing that the act of working with the mush and the confusion and articulating it and expressing it, actually what that can do, it can free up space for something else to come to the surface. And in this way, journaling is really cool for helping us with mental processing. Because instead of these thoughts just rolling around and around in your mind and this big mush of incoherency and indecision and confusion, we can start to shape it and um, surface it and categorise it and explain it and label it and just feel so much easier to hold and easier to manage when it's out of your head on the paper. And you don't even need to read it back. Although you might, you might want to read back your stream of consciousness journaling and highlight things and circle things and maybe dive deeper onto ideas that emerged. Maybe you want to consolidate some of your reflections. But you don't even have to do that. You might find enough of a breather in just the act of expressing what's present. Stream of consciousness journaling is great for getting out of the funk. It feels productive. And if you like productivity and you get a bit of a kick from getting things done, like you'll love this tool as a practice. But when you stream of consciousness journal, you're really seeing yourself. Like sometimes when we're in a funk or when things feel difficult and when we're resistant and we don't want things to change, we can bury it. We can push it back down, like say, oh, I'll get to that later or tell ourselves it doesn't matter or it's not important. But when it is a shift that's happening inside you, when things are changing, bringing that stuff to the surface and giving it air and letting it be seen and expressed, it's a form of acknowledgement. You really allow yourself to see you and that's what's beautiful about journaling because your innermost thoughts become tangibly expressed on the blank page and you can read it back. You can reflect, it's you seeing you. That's why I love to try this tool, this practice, when things, feel sh- uh, when things are shifting in my life. And the other way that I like to use my journal is when things are shifting, when things are changing, is through questions. And questions are great if you want a more directed and specific journaling experience. And the reason is questions hijack your brain. And as a result, they take your thinking down specific trains of thought to the exclusion of everything else. And you can use this process to your advantage by asking questions that will lead you to clarity. So where stream of conscious journaling is very open and you allow your thoughts to direct the writing experience, when you ask a question, you tell your brain, okay, I want you to focus on this aspect or this element. And because the brain then just puts all its emphasis, all its energy on that question, you start to get some answers to that specific question. And so you can stir up clarity in that way. You can take this many different directions, but here's a list of questions that you may want to try. For example, how has a certain event changed things for you? Why do you feel uncertain? What do you know? What do you believe now? How can you move forward through a new frame of reference? What's your next step and why? The right question can powerfully influence your life 
and your experiences. Because as we journal answers, as we sift through the layers and get deeper, because this is a cool thing about asking yourself questions that you're then articulating in a journal, is you can do multi-layers. You can, you'll write something, get that answer out. Okay, what's underneath that? Why did I write that? Curiosity and creativity can lead the way to really dive deeper into who you are. And this is why I encourage you to bring good questions into your journal. But it's not about the questions alone. The questions create the framework, but the real power is cultivating the capacity to sit with your questions deeply. Concentration, our attention span, these are all powerful assets to cultivate. Often we can look at a question and think about it for just a few seconds and feel satisfied with the first answer that comes to our mind. Sometimes the first answer is bang on. Other times there's a more nuanced response that's hiding that we need the patience to sift away and chip away at to really get to the crux and and the, the depth and the core. And journaling can hold that. That's why I love handwriting in a journal because you can switch off all the technological um, interruptions and distractions and just focus on that paper and the pen or the pencil and yourself, your own thoughts and let them pour out. A journal can be your muse, can stir up reflections and insights and knowing. So you can continue that work of cultivating your self-awareness and getting to know who you really are. So let's move on to a prompt for this week. Well, I mentioned a few questions that you could try, but if you want me to tell you one, I would encourage you to ask yourself, what's your next step and why? Having some sense of logic and analysis and exploration around what you're gonna do next can be a powerful way to get clarity on moving forward because when you ask yourself that question, it's empowering you to look at all the possibilities, all the options and weigh up the pros and cons, the advantages, the disadvantages and start to feel into, okay, what is the biggest lever here? What is the, what's, what's going to give me the most value? What is the highest movement forward that I can take at this point in time, given everything that's shifting around me, everything that's changing? How can I power myself to write my way to my best self? And just want to close by saying change is inevitable. Change is inevitable. How we navigate change is, is a choice. And I just want to remind you that there's a part of you that, that knows that has an idea, that has an answer for now. If you can create the space and the patience and the commitment to hearing that voice and finding it maybe through your journaling, you'll always have a sense of how to respond. What's next? What's now? Learn to hear that voice. Learn to distinguish that voice from all the outside noise and clutter. Because your inner wisdom is one of the most precious things there is. 
that's all for this week. I hope you enjoyed this latest episode. If you did, please feel free to rate and review the show. You can reach out to us on social media. I am at Georgina L. Mashady. We are at Best Self Co. And until next time, get to writing.